0: The horror lets out a roar of challenge, stepping forward with such force and fury that it splinters the surface of the sea ice beneath it. Behind it, the swarm presses forward, roused by the spin of live breath on the air. They begin to test the yawning gap in the ice as they approach the waiting westward. Frantically, the hands aboard reload the guns, drive rivets into the damaged boiler. The sun still glows on the horizon. Night has only just begun. Welcome to Sword of Symphonies. I'm your host, Kat. Hi, Kat. And I, too, have just begun. Ooh, boy, we are in for it today, huh? Yes, Kathleen, who is speaking? You are in for it. <laughs> Kirsten, how do you feel?
1: Oh, I'm fine. I'm sure everything will be just fine. Nothing bad's gonna happen. It's all fine. Cool.
2: Cool. Cool. How's Nick feeling? Nick is ready. Uh, and also a little tired from yard work.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of your yard curse.
2: Because of the yard curse. And and, and a little beat up. The brambles got me. They got me a little bit.
3: Oh, biscuiting. Mm.
2: It is all brambles.
3: Well, listener, if you're not from the Pacific Northwest, now you know. It's all bramble. Now you know.
1: The blackberries are in season, and I so wanted delicious blackberries, but the brambles stop me. That's wouldn't let me get it.
0: Literally the evolutionary purpose of thorns. I
1: know, but I wanted <laughs> them so bad.
0: They do a good job. They do their job.
1: Uh, hide their deliciousness from me. It's not fair.
0: You ever just like jam your hand in a beehive?
1: <laughs> Not recently.
0: <sighs> so previously, on sort of symphonies, the party engaged the swarm.
2: Yes, it was big fight. And uh, who did we leave off on?
0: We left off at the end of the horrors turn, going into the party's turn, and everybody has four points right now in their tactics pool. There is an enormous hulking horror, dripping with seawater and misplaced kelp that has hauled itself up from the ocean floor. Behind it is the rest of the swarm. And in front of it is the party. A big gap in the ice and a makeshift barrier made out of sharpened wood. Marcus and Tissa are in slightly longer than melee with it. And that's where we're at.
2: I think Cobb will go first, but Cobb is going to just kind of call and try and get people to move out. Just lure it over this way. He's trying to get some tactics, maybe get a good position, because we're probably going to have to fall back to the boat here pretty quickly, because Big Boy is still very large and buddies are coming. So Cobb is going to adaptability tactics to try and wrangle everybody. And by that, I mean add to the pool. Gotcha. And one success, two edge successes.
0: I'm going to be mean to some NPCs if you keep the edge successes.
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to because Big Boy hits very hard and we kind of need the dice. This is absolutely true. We will have to deal with Cat being mean. That's a problem for future Cobb.
0: Problem for future Cobb. So as the party moves to respond to Cobb's order, as Marcus walks past it, it reaches down with just a devastating blow that he catches on his spear but it splinters and he's forced to drop it and get out of the way before it actually strikes him
1: oh no poor Marcus Uh, so I have an idea Um, Penelope is going to cast Restoring Sorrow okay and I'm thinking of it acting like a mental damage by reminding the horror of its emotional past and working to help the banished track.
0: Okay. So advancing the track by one, if you don't take anything out of the pool, is going to cost you five scatter.
1: Mm, Okay. So five to one?
0: You can reduce that by taking out of the pool.
1: Okay. And we have seven?
0: Yeah. You can also aim to destroy. That's going to be cheaper. Outlast is going to be more expensive.
1: I think Banish fits best for what I'm doing with this spell. I would three from the pool set.
2: I can accept that. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. We've got seven right now, so we can throw a couple at it.
1: Okay, so I'm going to use two from the pool and... Th- oh, sorry. Three from the pool and two scatter. Okay. Tell
0: me more about this spell. Tell me everything.
1: So, a Black Vapor... Emanates from Penelope and falls down, like the mist from dry ice, and it circles around the horror and winds tighter, bringing with it the memories of past sorrows and reminding the horror of emotional pain and suffering of long ago. Uh, ooh, uh, this is this is actually kind of terrible. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow, it's kind of an awful spell, actually. <laughs> oh, all like emotional wounds being opened up and everything.
2: Well, uh, you're the one who did it, bud. Yeah, I know, I know, it's so horrible. But Penelope sometimes does things without thinking them through all the way and then it's just like, oh, oh, oh wait, oh, mm.
1: Are you sure this is the destroy? Uh, it might be more, it might be more of a destroy.
0: Cause I'll give you a one scatter refund
1: if it's destroy. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll take that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) That leaves Tissa. If I roll sensitivity survival, do you think that I could add to the pool and figure out where Penelope dropped her bow? Um,
0: absolutely. I think that returning Penelope's weapon would be an
3: advantage for the party, yeah. Thanks, Tissa. Well, don't thank me yet, I haven't rolled. Oh, I got a success.
0: (laughs) Okay, here's the problem. It is on the other side of the chasm. It's not gonna be easy to get to, but you can see it. Well, uh, that's a problem.
2: Just a tiny problem.
0: Well, I did improve the pool by one. Mm -hmm. Yep, you did improve the pool by one. Let's see. Somebody's gotta do something to increase this pool. Open the book at random. Took me to the infiltrator page. It's time to cast some bad spells
2: Like knife pain
0: Can't cast knife pain here (laughs) Could cast ice knife if I
2: wanted (laughs) Do it (laughs) Or absolute knife (laughs) I'm just imagining all these spell names Or I guess spell combinations In this strong bad voice for some reason right now
0: (laughs) Well that's on you
2: That's you (laughs) I I blame the bramble It's getting to me (laughs)
0: Potent toxin. (laughs) So
3: sadness knife.
0: (laughs) It's gonna cast a good spell for once. (laughs) He um, comes up behind the horror and lays a hand on it. And where he does, you can see a void open up in the surface of the horror. Just a big hole leading to nothing. And out of it streams that green light that
2: was inside. He has cast Hollow Darkness he's trying to let all the air out like it's a big balloon.
0: He's trying to let all the air out like it's a big balloon and that has added two to your pool. Nice.
3: That's good because we needed more pool.
0: Needed mm-hmm. more pool because it's monster time. It's monster time.
3: So it is going to do
0: its full assault attack on Keldus. It spins around and swings one of its enormous limbs to try to get him off of its back and catches him full on. You guys can spend four advantage. He's actually not using much of his daring this fight. Mm,
1: I think we should spend the points uh, and let Cultus keep his daring. I agree.
2: Yep. We've got eight, we can spend the four.
0: Got, okay.
2: If you got it, you gotta use it. Mm-hmm.
0: I think Tissa's nearby, so we're gonna say that Tissa manages to fend this blow off before it connects. That was four points, so you're down to four.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Tissa, because you're right there, I think it's gonna try and take your spear again. You could spend three or you can let it take your weapon. I'd rather have the weapon.
1: Yeah, Tissa needs her spear.
2: We've got three. Okay. That leaves us with just one. Yep. Yep. Just one going into your
3: turn. I think that Tissa is going to respond by using her spear to channel sorrowing heat, which is a spell that will give us advantage by making a just like a big flare up shoot out of her spear and try to drive the horror back a little bit. Okay, I like that. How much are you spending? The night is young. Let's go with three.
0: Okay. Because I'm still experimenting with this, I think I'm going to go for one for one right now. All right. Like I did with Curses. That's probably going to change, but let's not worry about that right now.
3: Right. You've got literal, well, maybe not literally infinite, you've got effectively infinite bad guys you can throw at us. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: There are I lots mean, of bad guys. Canon will. Cobble? Uh, I think now might be a good time to start moving back because Marcus has lost his spear. The cannons are probably going to be reloaded here soon, so Cobb is going to sort of give the order to start pulling back a little bit. Also because the squad on the other side of the crevasse is probably going to be at us soon, so. Okie dokie. Also that way that gives the uh, gun some room to fire at this thing without hitting us. Yes. Because don't want nobody to get hit by guns.
0: Okay, so I believe you're giving us a tactics roll.
2: Mm, two successes, so two to the advantage.
1: Okay. All right. So I think Penelope is going to also add to the pool by flying around the horse and growling them like a herd on the ranch.
0: Okay. Give me, I guess, Darren Rodden.
1: All right. Hmm. Two successes and one edge success.
0: Okay, you've already dropped your bow.
2: Um... You lose your hat. Oh no!
1: No, I can't lose the hat.
2: That's not okay.
3: It's not okay. Yeah. There are some lines that you don't
2: cross. There are some edge successes that we just cannot take.
1: Yeah, it's a line in the sand. Not okay. You know what?
0: If you keep the edge
1: success, you and Polly are going to be ground bound. Hmm. I, I think I would like to stay in the air, so I won't take it.
0: Marcus is just slamming gauntleted fists into the horror, trying to either get its attention or drive it away from the others. It's hard to tell, but he is pissing it off.
1: Oh, Marcus is so cool. I'm just going to beat it up, all the horrors with his fists. Penelope gives a look of an admiration and, like, tips her hat.
0: Yeah, Marcus, yeah. It lets out another one of its shrill roars. And, oh, it's that phase, by the way. So... Anybody want to spend a pair of points of advantage? Let's say Penelope. Spend two or lose your sensitivity.
1: I'd like to keep Penelope's sensitivity.
2: Yeah, let's keep your sensitivity. Let's try and keep things up before the rest of the party gets here.
1: Okay.
0: Which means I think it's going to try to assault Cobb. Oh no. One of those massive arms is going to come arcing through the air and try to come down on our captain. Or are we losing daring?
2: Cobb needs his daring.
0: Daring is important, yeah. The horror takes a massive overhead swing and its fist slams into the ice, driving up chips of frozen ocean. However, it does, due to some harrying from Marcus and the effect of Tissa's spell, miss Cobb.
3: Seems preoccupied with these threats and it's party turn. I think that Tissa is going to cast Ice Finding to return Penelope's bow to her. Thanks, Tissa. I'm going to say two. Okay.
0: Tell me about Ice Finding.
3: Across the chasm, the ice cracks again. All of the horrors on the sea lurch just slightly as pieces of ice push into each other and launch Penelope's bow across the gap. Not particularly accurately, and not anywhere in particular, but possibly somewhere where she can recover it. Oh, thanks, Tissa. Did that do anything to the pool, or did that just do the thing? Because I'm willing to spend more if that's necessary to add some stuff to the pool.
0: I marked that as an improvement to the pool. partially because you described the monsters lurching and I think that that's something that gives you guys an advantage is the that's a good point yeah yeah the horrors being off balance
1: and I think Penelope is going to retrieve her bow and try to do that thing she does shoot at the horror bam bam all
0: right now we're talking
1: what is our pool at? five Mm, okay so Penelope is going to swoop down to get her bow and shoot the whore right in its big, dumb face.
2: Right in its face. Right in its big, dumb face.
3: Right in its big, dumb face. And each of, Oh well, no, I guess it's only in one arrow, so it's only one of the 12 big, dumb eyes. How many points from the pool are you taking?
1: What does everyone think? Mm, two points?
2: Yeah, I think that should be good. You probably want to keep four in there, just because when this thing attacks, it usually eats four.
1: Maybe one? or Well, I mean,
2: a couple of us still haven't gone, so we can put some more points back in. So I think two is fine.
1: Yeah, Cobb hasn't done yet. Okay. Okay, so the two then. Ooh, Penelope rolls three successes and an extra success. Rolling really well.
0: Three I'm not even going to bargain with you, because with the two and the three successes, that actually finishes the destroy trap. Okay, Kirsten, I'm gonna hand you the floor Tell us all what it looks like when Penelope is very cool
1: Alright, so Penelope takes up higher into the air and draws her bow She lines up her shot and again she channels that 1980s action hero and says something very cool before hitting the, the horror straight in its dumb face, right in one of its eyes, but is too high up for anyone to hear her very, very cool <laughs> phrase. But trust me, it is very cool. Very, very rad. <laughs> super rad. That does sound super
0: rad. And the horror for a moment clutches at what passes for a head and a face on its silhouette body. And lets out a roar as green light oozes out of it. Into the air. And falls over and vanishes into the ice, leaving a dark smear behind. And the rest
2: of the swarm advances.
1: <laughs> <No. sighs>
2: I, I, think, I think we should maybe get back to the boat, everybody.
1: All right, fall back. As soon as Penelope hears the signal to fall back, she turns her and moves closer to the west breaker.
2: Cobb will probably give a loud whistle or some sort of signal that, that they can tell Penelope to leave. So shall we take a round
3: of withdrawing? Yes. Let's take a round of withdrawing.
0: You guys currently have a pool of three. However, we are beginning a new encounter with the rest of the swarm. In this case, destroy is exactly what it sounds like. Vanish is exactly what it sounds like. Outlast... Is actions that are gonna get you aboard the Westbreaker.
3: Okay. So I think that Tissa is going to roll daring navigation to point out or at least identify a route by which we can withdraw, redeploy, retreat, etc. One success, two edges and a four.
2: Um It's the four that does it. It could be. It could be. It could be.
3: Tissa has that
0: power. Sorry, I was in the middle of uh, thinking with my thinking with my brain meat. Mm-hmm. Something I am, historically speaking, excellent at. Thank you. I think if you keep the edge success here, I'm going to pump up the difficulty of the other two actions. It will become harder to destroy or banish the swarm.
3: Well, that works for me personally. Okay. But I don't know how the other two feel.
1: I, I think it works. Uh, there's such, such a big swarm and we won't be able to banish or destroy it. So I think focusing on getting to the Westbreaker is, is the best option.
3: Okay. I think I won't use the four this time. Alrighty. So that is three successes, right? Yes.
0: Bringing the party up to six. And the swarm is catching up.
2: No, oh, uh, Cobb is not gone, but he is going to do... Um, we're going to do adaptability athletics because he is trying to, like, get other people ahead of him and make sure that everybody's moving. Because Marcus got his weapon broke and Caldus got swatted at, so Cobb is making sure that everybody gets over. So this is going to be, I guess, a get-to-the-west-breaker get roll.
0: Okay, so you're making an outlast roll?
2: Yes.
3: Do you want to take from the pool for that?
2: Let's see, we've only got six. Um,
3: we will probably get two more from an NPC action unless that doesn't work in the new encounter.
0: And the party is acting all together, so I
2: can even do that now. And like case, then I will take two points. That sounds good. Give me that roll. Two successes. No edge successes, just two sixes, a four and a two. Well, cool.
0: With the successes you took from the
2: pool, that's a total
0: of four, which is the difficulty on the Outlast track right now, so... You manage to communicate to everybody. Just get to the West Breaker. You grab Caldas by the back of the shirt and haul him backward.
2: We're moving. We're moving, everybody. Does Penelope
1: Attack Against the Horrors count for this round? Uh, I'm about
0: to be very mean, so okay.
1: Okay. Um, so I was thinking of moving
3: the Outlast track
1: by helping ferry people back to the West Breaker using uh, uh, Flying on Polly.
3: I'm not super sanguine about spending any more this turn but on the other hand I like this thing.
0: I will say that if you do this we're going to have to carry on this combat with the knowledge that whoever you put back on boat is back on boat.
1: Yeah and then we would be down people in the front lines. I think I'll just have Penelope uh, use her rodeo skills and help uh, continue to corral the horse into a better area for the party. Good. And is this a pool action or an outlast? Mm, uh, I'm going to add to the pool. Okay. Ooh, Penelope hurts them well. Four successes.
2: Nice. Penelope getting it done.
0: Drives the party up to seven, which goes up to nine when Marcus picks up his shattered spear remnants and drives them into a small horror. Marcus! It leapt up on him like an overeager dog and placed a pair of massive claws on his shoulders, but fell onto the ice after it was speared. That's his contribution to the pool.
1: Again, Penelope tips her hat in awe of Marcus's, uh, Marcus's skills. Now it's the horror's turn.
0: Let's see here. Hey, Penelope. One mm-hmm. of the horrors approaches you. And its movements are uncanny, and there is a light of twisting red and orange colors inside of it. But aside from that, it looks upsettingly human. And it locks eyes with you, and it advances with a claw raised. And we can spend one here, or Penelope's going to lose her understanding.
1: Uh, I'd like Penelope to keep her understanding.
2: Well, we do have a bunch, so I say we spend the one.
1: Also, I just, I like how, I dig how these horrors, like, interact with, like, you lose your humanities, they, like, connect in with you, and really creepy. hmm
3: Yeah.
0: The horror that Marcus just put down claws its way not to him, but to Tissa, and reaches up a two-human hand in a pitiable gesture of pleading... And how do you feel about your
3: understanding? Would you like to spend one? I'd like to keep Tissa's understanding. Yeah, let's spend the one.
2: Yeah, that sounds good.
3: One doesn't seem like a lot to spend, but I expect we are going to be spending one in many, many increments.
0: Yeah, a horror roughly the size of a horse runs up threatening to just barrel over Cobb. And you're actually gonna lose your sensitivity. Oh, sorry, subtlety.
2: Unless you spend two here. I think Cobb will be fine for this one. He can take a bump.
0: Okay.
2: His subtlety is one. Yeah, I
0: forgot that no one <laughs> in this party actually uses their subtlety. So the horror <laughs> bowls him over and he goes completely ass over tea kettle on the ice. And all of your joints are all out of whack. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll be okay. So until we get Cobb fixed up, is not going to be able to roll subtlety. And finally,
3: who wants to be maimed? How much does not being maimed cost? Three. The
0: horror that was reaching up Tessa grabs a fistful of Scarf and with the other hand, which is just a huge hook, scythe-like blade, drives up into her. And you're going to take daring off your list
1: or spend three. Let's spend three. Yeah, let's, let's let's do the three. Tissa
3: wrestles with it, and the whole spear is steel, right? Not just the head? Yes, oh yeah, Clarida. So therefore, she's able to parry it.
0: Very good.
3: And now it's the party's turn.
0: I think um, Caltus hands Marcus one of his knives. And Marcus is going to add two to the pool by finishing off the horror that is clinging to Tissa.
3: I think that Tissa is also going to add to the pool by using speaking ice to create another splinter in the sea ice, either swallowing some of the horrors or slowing their advance due to the ground buckling under them. Like that. How much are we looking at? How about...
2: Ooh. Two sounds good. That means eight. Penelope, Cobble. Cobble's going to pick himself up and, like, shoulder check the big horse horror. Not really so much to do damage, but to just kind of stun it for a little bit so everybody can keep going back towards the boat.
0: Okay, so you are making an athletics roll to add to the pool, or are you going to do
2: an outlast? This is daring athletics to outlast.
3: You want to take anything from the pool? Um, We've got a pretty big pool at this point, but Kat still has... I'm sure.
2: Yeah. Let's take two. I've got a fair amount of dice, but I think we're going to need a little help. Okay. Well? Well? Yeah, well, okay. I got a, I didn't get a Yahtzee, but I got close to a Yahtzee. The problem being is they're fours.
3: Oh no. Oh. So it's two. Oh. Beans.
0: You definitely check it. You check the horror, but you fail to
2: wreck it. Oh no. I should have been checking myself. You have checked your own self.
0: (laughs) And I think the first thing that's happening on the swarm's turn is this horse-sized horror, which has, I forgot to mention, seven legs.
1: Oh, um, Penelope hasn't gone yet. Oh no, Penelope, you're right. Seven legs is canon though. So Penelope is going to start bringing people back to the ship.
2: I think we may need that.
0: Okay, one from the pool and a roll of daring riding to outlast. And you're gonna move somebody back to the ship. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Okay.
1: And I think Penelope is gonna ferry Cultus. Oh, I'm rolling really well. Four successes. Doing really well with gang riding.
2: Oh wow. Everything is coming up, Penelope.
0: <laughs> nice. You fly by and you extend a hand down to Caldus and he takes it and swings up behind you on Polly's back.
1: Gives you a little my hero. I know. She gives this look as she tips her hat with the swagger of, like, some protagonist from an old Western movie. (laughs) Yeehaw, indeed.
0: You deposit him on the deck of the Westbreaker, where he immediately starts joining the Glacier Legion in loading more cannons.
1: Cannon time! Alrighty.
0: I think that the, uh, Cannon Seven-Legged Horse...
2: Very cannon.
0: Yeah, very cannon, for sure.
2: We're gonna try and shoot it with our cannon.
0: Well, that's probably a very good idea because it's gonna to try to maim Cobb. A horse was just a description of its size. Its legs are closer to those of perhaps a spider.
2: Spider horse, spider horse. But
0: its face is kind of crocodile
2: like, kind trying of trying to bite me in the face. Trying
0: to bite your face, and it reaches down with enormous jaws, bigger than your wingspan, attempting to close them around your head and separate it from the rest of you and spend three or lose use of your daring. Uh, Can we spend the three here? (laughs) Let's
3: spend the three here.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, what else is the, oh no, the party's at two, huh? This is about to get bad, huh? Mm -hmm. There is a horror behind Tissa that is about to try to take her spear. A long, three-jointed hand reaches up and over Tissa toward the spear, attempting to grab it. You want to spend two?
3: (sighs) So, I think that the choice we're getting right now is I either get to keep the spear or everyone gets to keep sensitivity or
2: subtlety. Well, it's your spear. I will leave this choice up to you. Cobb's been bumped, but we're still actually doing pretty good. So, I will leave it up to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is a very nice spear.
3: It's a very nice spear, and it has, like, a cool demon bit on it. Yeah. This is true. It does have a demon piece on it. Gotta keep the demon spear. I think that she's going to keep wrestling with it, and that might leave her vulnerable to something else happening. Okay.
0: You know The one that just tried to maim Cobb is also going to try to terrorize Cobb. Its eyes slowly open to reveal a churning, pinkish, greenish miasma of lights. And then another set of eyes opens. then a third. And continuing all the way around its head and neck. All the way down its long neck, these eyes open. And every single one of them is fixed on you. And Cobb, your understanding is gone. All right. I mean, you can't spend one. That's not allowed. Understanding is gone. So, it's the party's turn. The party's pool is at zero right now.
1: I think Penelope is going to try to add to the pool? Or actually, is it possible to fix Cobb's daring? Um, Cobb's daring is fine. Or sorry. Understanding. It's
0: possible. I mean, since this is an experimental HP system, I haven't done the experimental uh, healing system to go with it. So, what are you thinking? Blow me something.
1: Well, I was just wondering if it would be similar to, like, a healing. But, actually, how do you feel about restoring sunlight helps like bring a warm lovely sunlight to Cobb that kind of helps break him from this hypnotic connection that has happened with the whore and reminds him of like good happy things like summer and
2: and
0: rum
1: yes (laughs) rum in the summertime
0: we had joy we had fun we had seasons in the rum (laughs) Right. Okay, I'm feeling this It's not going to contribute to the pool But it is going to undo some of what the horrors did Okay,
1: how much scattered? I'm going to ask for two Okay, sounds good Penelope flies over to where Cobb is And puts out a hand And a bright, warm beam shines down on him And reminds him of the summertime rum
2: Rummer time Rummer time It's rummer time ah thank you penelope now i'm thirsty
1: again penelope tips her hat <laughs>
3: <laughs> while this nice and calm moment is happening tis is just going to run up behind the horror and try to multi-knee it with a big daring mid-range weapons plus destiny because it is time to leave it is
0: it is the appropriate time to leave
3: I'm adding to the pool. We don't have any pool,
0: basically. Oh yeah. <laughs> you could try to advance out last on a pure roll,
3: but
1: I like that very much. Tissa so just being like, boom, like <laughs>
3: two successes, two edge successes, a 4 and a 3. Okay. Does my scatter refresh from completing my key also clear the assist pool? I don't see why not. Great, I'll use both of them. Okay, cool. I'm just trying to think of a good edge success condition right now. I thought it was interesting last time when you were like, you have to make rolls next turn type stuff.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. The horrors are bearing down on you. If you keep these edge successes, you are going to have to make an outlast roll next turn, regardless of what anyone else does. Like I, Kathleen,
3: am going to have to.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah, cool. You said you're keeping the four? Yeah, I'm going to keep the four. The intervention of those hollow hard light holographic soldiers that someone cast onto the battlefield. They begin wading into the fray and some of their attacks go right through the horrors as if they were completely unreal. Some of them actually seem to be connecting. Give it a 50-50. The horror swipe at them and find nothing or crumple a hollow soldier to dust. But their force definitely presses the horrors back, giving you guys a little room don't believe
2: cobble has act cob is not gone let's see last time we tried to get back to the ship where are we in regards to the ship at this point
0: um i would say you're you're a ways back from your location but you haven't made a ton of headway speaking from the ship however you hear a familiar voice in your ear cannons are ready i'm good get down everybody
2: and uh cob is going to order a cannon volley
0: you're gonna take from the pool consider this an outlast or are you going to use this to add to the pool
2: we're going to use this to add to the pool. This is going to basically be providing us cover fire so we can move.
0: Okay, so the guns of the Westbreaker are considered five points worth. That destroy rule, last Last fight. Yeah. Ah. So the gang goes up to 12. Ooh. As a cannonball sears through the air and makes hard impact with the side of the horror that has been bullying Cobb and just sends it sprawling, it tumbles across the ice and then vanishes into nothing. Another cannonball tears through the crowd of horrors, leaving a visible gap like a clearing in the trees, almost all the way back to shore.
2: Not too bad, but I think that's all of us. I think it's horror time. The good news is you're starting with 12. Mm -hmm. The good news is we are starting with 12.
0: That's
1: a good place to be.
0: The horrors are advancing. One of them comes up behind Tissa and attempts to grab her. You want to spend two or else you won't be able to escape this round. Let's spend two.
2: I think we should spend the two. We, we kind of need to get out of here.
3: Yeah. It grabs Tissa, but... Tissa just helped out Cobb. Cobb can help out Tissa.
2: Yeah, it goes for Tissa and Cobb just like right crosses it. One of
0: the horrors comes
2: up on Cobb and makes
0: a grab for his saber. Which one? You know what? The one you don't have in hand, the
2: one on your belt. There's two on his belt.
0: Uh, the left one.
2: Uh, no, Cobb is not going to let it have the left one. That is the special saber that he loves.
0: Okay. <laughs> so a hand from a 20-handed mass of tangled human limbs reaches out to grab Cobb's saber, but is creamed by a cannonball.
1: <laughs> Boom. <laughs>
0: So how do we feel about taking away Penelope's daring?
1: Oh, I like my daring.
2: I think Penelope may need that.
0: If you spend three points, the horror that is bearing down on Penelope, roughly wolf-sized and bristling with blades, each only the length of about a human finger, but glistening in the limited light. It is gonna try to very badly hurt Penelope unless you spend three. I I like to spend three. Great.
2: Yeah, I think we don't need Penelope getting eviscerated. That sounds like a bad time.
1: Are we down to five now?
2: Yes, we are down to five now, or at least according to my count.
3: Weathering around costs seven this time. Oh, I've, I've made a bunch of different things. I just roll at it randomly. Okay. So Tissa has to make an outlast roll this turn. So I think that she's going to do daring navigation.
2: Okay. I have a quick question, because mm-hmm. Cobb has a plan, but he needs to be at the West Breaker. Okay. Could Tissa get us to the West Breaker if Tissa has a very good role?
0: Getting everybody safely back to the West Breaker is going to require three successful outlast rolls.
2: Okay. Three
0: more successful outlast rolls. Yes, exactly. You've already made two. Okay. That being said, if
1: Cobb wants to get back to the West Breaker, we have a way of doing that. Hello. Hmm.
2: That is true.
1: I could use my turn before you take your turn to
3: ferry you back, if you'd like.
2: Mm, that wouldn't be very fitting. Cobb wouldn't leave Tissa out there, or Marcus.
3: Oh yeah, I'd just be the two of them. So, shall we go back to Tissa making that daring navigation roll? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Let's take two points. Alright. Oh. That's three successes and an edge success. That'll do it. Yep
0: shepherd the party further away from the front lines. What do Penelope?
1: Penelope's going to help add to the pool. Again, just continuing to keep pushing the horrors, hurting them back away from us. Mm. Two successes this time. Okay.
0: Marcus kind of lays a hand on the ice and a pale blue light begins to glow beneath its surface. And then suddenly a plate of ice is just turned up perpendicular to the rest of the surface. Like a hatch left half open. And an enormous wall of ice stands between you and the rest of the horrors. Nice. I'm actually going to push that up by four, but that's where Marcus is on spells. (laughs) Mm. He has cast protecting ice.
2: I think Cobb is just going to get back or at least get as close to the boat as he can and just... If anybody falls behind, just grab them and start running. Just come on, we gotta go. Outlast roll, it is. Outlast roll. Um. Gonna take from the pool. We have what nine in the pool? Yes. Um. Take two. Yeah, let's take two. Daring athletics plus two. Go for it. Ah, three successes.
1: Great, nice.
2: And a bunch of threes, three successes, and three. Nine. So three successes before the two from the pool? Yes, three three before the two from the pool.
0: You managed to haul everybody far away from the wall.
2: It is time for the horror.
0: It is time for the horrors. Penelope hears a familiar sound, one that is usually comforting. The beating of wings.
1: Hmm. The airborne horror?
0: I know I said I was only going to do it if you kept the edge success, but I couldn't resist. Well, you weren't going to do it
3: then. Yeah.
0: I was, yeah, I, yeah, no, but it is time. An enormous silhouette rises up on the other side of the ice wall, clutching at it with long, twisted, clawed limbs. Enormous, shapeless wings beat against the air and drive it up off the top of the ice, and it descends sharply. And it's going to try to maim Penelope. You want to spend three or stop Penelope from using Daring? I'd like to keep my Daring.
2: I think we want to spend the three. Yeah, no, Daring's a big one for Penelope.
0: It is going to continue to cyberbully Penelope.
2: Stop bullying our cowgirl. Big meanie.
0: Its claws grab into you. Into you. They're not entirely real. You can feel them. And you can feel them inside you. Mm. And they are solid, yet not. Mm. It is an unnerving feeling. And would you like to spend one or lose your understanding, please?
1: I, I would like to spend the one.
0: Party's got four.
1: We're at three now? If we spend the one. Do we want to spend the one, or?
2: Uh, if you want to spend the one, then I say, yeah, we should spend it
0: it lashes out with a long snake-like tail to try to grab Cobb. How do you feel about two or else you can't escape next round?
2: Ooh, I think we need to book it. Book it championship edition. I want to spend the two. Okay. Okay. I do want us to get back to the ship. We got to go.
0: Alrighty. So Tissa is guiding everybody along and Cobb is just out of reach when it lashes out with its tail. It has attempted to maul Penelope, but she has both emotionally and physically stayed strong.
1: And now it's time for the party. Penelope's gonna add to the pool. Continue to herd
3: the horde.
2: Penelope's being a very good harrier this encounter.
3: Yeah. Okay. Daring riding. Doing all of the cavalry things.
1: Mm -hmm. Ooh, three successes again. Oh, nice. And actually an edge success too. Keep the edge success.
0: And I will make you take that hit to understand it. But you will help the party.
1: I'll just take the three.
3: Party to four. Tissa, I think, wants to get everybody onto the Westbreaker. And to that end, she is going to cast Chiming Starlight. The world seems to slow down. And everyone sort of sees almost their own footprints from the future. They see the path that they're going to take to get onto the Westbreaker. Ooh. The perfect geometry of the stars and the machinations of space and time are revealed for just an instant. And I'm willing to spend, like, as much as it takes to get a success.
2: Okay. But well, we do have... We have four... We have four in the pool as well, so... Yep. Feel free to spend that, because we'll have Marcus and Cobb also, if we can get back to the Westbreaker. Cobb will have a very important question for the GM.
0: The difficulty on Outlast is four. Spend me four scatter, or spend me four successes. We'll spend four scatter. Okay. So Tissa's spell lights the way, and the starlight as it comes down, the light almost seems to disrupt or upset the horrors this one and the others that have begun to try to climb over the ice wall and it recoils from Penelope and it's grip in Penelope long enough for her and Pollyanna to dart away they can't see their own footsteps because their route to the Westbreaker is aerial. but they know where to go now you all know where to go now and quickly before the Horde can catch up with you You make it to the iron wall of the Westbreaker.
2: And now Cobb has a very important question for the GM, but first, Cobb wants to use a cord. Okay. Tissa and Penelope, how much can you spare for Cobb? Cobb wants to do a big one.
1: Penelope has actually quite a bit of scatter left, so how much do you need?
2: Uh, whatever you want to throw at me. Okay.
1: I can throw... Uh, you know what else? I can throw in six. Okay, six. Mhm.
3: Thought you'd scattered four.
1: No, no, no. I'm so sorry. I forgot to mark off those. So I can do four. Four would be. Okay, that's good. You can
0: still fall over. Falling over is an option.
1: Kind of want to get on both. <laughs> Penelope just collapses on the ice. It's like, bye, Westbreaker. See you later. <laughs> 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 sure, it's fine. I'll just take a nap on the ice with these horrors. <laughs>
3: and we will all speak of... Penelope's brave, noble, and completely unnecessary sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Tissa has... We'll spend two or three on that. Okay. Can I get three? You know what?
2: Yeah, sure. So what's the root of this chord? So the root of this chord that Cobb is going to be using from his pool is crew. But now, the very important the question that Cobb has, and actually, Cobb is going to roll daring focus and he is going to use his final piece of his key, Justice. Cat?
0: Yeah?
2: What is the spell piece that the Westbreaker has? How
0: am I supposed to know that? You know what? The Westbreaker spell piece is
2: unstoppable. In that case, then, Cobb would like Restoring from Penelope. Okay. Let's see. And Cobb would like, I think, Starlight. Okay. And Cobb is going to... uh, As part of using his thing, Cobb is going to dump all of his scatter into this. Alrighty. Cobb fall down. Well, no, because that finishes his key and he goes back to zero. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) That's a really good time to
3: complete a key.
2: I I was literally saving his last one for the fight.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You and me, Nick, on the same page here.
2: And so Cobb is going to cast Restoring Unstoppable Starlight Crew. And looking at all of the other spells and other things that have occurred, Cobb turns and sort of, like, points at the encroaching horror and just kind of, like, he's not having this, and he just says, the future ill needs these horrors of the past. And... The little footprints that were showing up that Tissa made, the like little red glowing footprints start appearing all over the Westbreaker as if others are on it, walking about it. The little red footprints seem to be staining the deck of the Westbreaker, this brilliant mahogany red. And as more of it is stained red, people start appearing in the footprints. Quite the collection of characters all from all walks of life, all shapes and sizes. About 24 of them. And they all draw swords. And Cobb draws too. Cobb has summoned his old crib.
0: I think that's a really good place to leave it for this week.
3: <laughs> I think so, too. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. Cool spell. I'm really excited that we get to have a big, heroic, awesome cob spell. Hey, Nick. Cool spell. Hey, it's memory time. (laughs) We're doing memory
0: time on hard mode. You can't pick the cool spell.
3: (laughs) Uh, I'm still enjoying the combat system, I think. Oh, good. Me too. It brings out, like calculating stuff in me where i'm trying to think like okay how much can we afford to lose what happens like i can do this thing or i can do this thing and that's not something that i necessarily had in the combat before yeah i'm glad to hear that like narratively i like the way that we can piece things together with this i've been enjoying that too actually
0: nick what are your memories
2: Honestly, I really like the descriptions for the horrors. They're all really cool. <laughs> like you you have a very good job of making like cool, creepy monsters.
1: Yeah, that one where it's like, "Oh, you feel the claws dig in and you might lose your understanding, and like or it locks <laughs> eyes. And again, like, I, I liked that a lot. The loss of understanding. the lines blur <laughs> Yay. Good memories.
0: So now my question is, how much do we love the listener?
3: We love the listener a lot. All the love. Like a lot, right? Yeah. Like a whole lot. Bunches. Assuredly bunches.
0: Hey, listener, we love you oodles. Many. So much loves from our hearts to your hearts and your face. We just like you. Sorry, my brain stopped. It just kind of hit the brakes and I'm trying to, I'm looking at the driver like the fuck <laughs> trying to figure out why we stopped so suddenly. Cause I think I bruised my, I bruised my elbow on the door mm. when we, when we hit the brakes on my brain. Uh, it's probably a like squirrel or something, but all oh, right. So listener, if you know why my brain suddenly ground to a halt just now, you can let us know on the email forum at peachgardengames.com or by Twitter at peachgardenrpgs. I would appreciate that because now it's starting to upset
2: me. <laughs> well, let's head out of here then before our GM gets too upset. See you next week, listener. See you next week, listener. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye.
3: gay roll dice an lgbtqia actual play podcast network everyone dice is a tabletop rpg actual play show produced by compass rose productions we are a group of queer players with a focus on roleplay, an emphasis on diverse storytelling and a goal of creating happy endings for people who don't usually get them Currently, we are using D&D 5th Edition and playing through a dark fantasy homebrew campaign inspired by the world of Innistrad. Everyone Dice streams on Twitch at 4pm PST and is available on YouTube. Check us out on Twitter at Everyone Dice for more information.